Welcome to Roadside, the podcast where we talk about the fascinating and sometimes disturbing history behind roadside attractions and unique destinations. I'm Janica. And I'm Abigail. And I don't think we have anything exciting to talk about. Well, we just got back from our trip. I was going to say, nothing exciting. (laughs) You're right. We just got back from Portland, from the Pacific Northwest in general. Yes. So sorry we're getting a little behind here because we've been traveling. Yeah. But it's been fun. It was fun. We went to Washington and Oregon and a little bit of California. Yep. And it was awesome. The redwood trees are huge. Amazing. In case anybody didn't know that. Oh my gosh. It was absolutely incredible. Huge is not even, can't even describe it. I know. We were both just like sitting in awe for a minute. I literally gasped. Yeah, it was crazy. That tree was not even the biggest of the ones that we saw. No, it wasn't. But it was crazy. Yeah. And then we went to see the Twilight stuff in Forks and Portland. Yes. Fun. Because we are big Twilight fans in this in this household. Had some mushroom ravioli at Bella Italia. Good mushroom ravioli. Oh my god, it was so good. It I'm making amazing. spinach ravioli tonight and I'm just not as excited about it. That sounds delicious. It, I'm sure it will be. I was just I really want that mushroom ravioli again. And I had a steak and it was freaking amazing. That, that it was, was. That was the best steak I've ever had, I think. It was very good. So recommend if you're ever in Port Angeles. Yeah, I recommend as well. In other fun news. Yes. Yesterday was me and my boyfriend's two-year anniversary. Aw, yay! Which is very Congratulations. Exciting. Thank you. We went to go get sushi, and it was just a really good time. We just kind of hung out all day and exchanged gifts and such. What did you get? He got me a like a bunch of clothes, Okay. which is really fun, like clothes that I... I'm absolutely 100% going to wear. I love it. <laughs> awesome. He knows your style. He knows my style. And he brought me flowers. Aww. And he bought me dinner, so. Very nice. It was very nice. And then we just kind of had a good day together. Good. What did he think of the what you got him? Oh, he was very excited. So I got him a weekend getaway trip to a little town in Illinois somewhere. And... It's like an Airbnb that I got for us, and I'm just very excited. Yay! It's over in uh, next year, so we got to wait a little bit, but I think it's going to be really fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. Good! Anything else to share? Uh, the only other thing that I really wanted to share was yesterday I went to go get my nails done. Ooh, exciting. It is exciting. I got them ready for Thanksgiving. Awesome. My nail tech, Gabby, we love Gabby, said, oh my gosh, I've been listening to your podcast. <gasps> Hi, Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Thanks for listening. That's so exciting. She said, um, I guess somebody she knows lives in Colorado, and so she was asking them if they had ever been to Bishop's Castle, and they had never heard of it. So oh, cool. she said when she goes out there, she's going to have to go see it. Oh, good luck. <laughs> good luck. I would bring a hard hat. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Yeah, but that was exciting. And maybe some, like, I don't know, like some some selenite or some incense cleanse that place. It might need to be cleansed. It might need a, big, it might need a little bit of cleanse. Also, we have added a few more states. Very exciting. To our listeners. Who do we got? Let's see. You want to know all the states? I want to know all the states. Okay, I'll tell you all the states. <laughs> Get to the map. We have listeners in California. Hi, California. Utah. Hi, Utah. Our, our cousins are in Utah. What's up? Yes, so we have family in Utah. Arizona. Hi, Arizona. New Mexico. New Mexico. Texas. Hi, Texas. Oklahoma. Hi, Oklahoma. Kansas. Missouri, of course. I'm not going to keep doing that for every single one. <laughs> it's okay. 
Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Massachusetts, cool, Philadelphia, and we are also now in Canada. Hi, Canada. Hi, Canada. <laughs> That's very exciting. It is exciting. Well, someday we'll end up with all 50 states. That's the plan. I have this little map. I believe in us. I have this little map app. Actually, it's the one that we used when we were uh, driving to Salt Lake. Yeah. And we were doing the license plates. Mm-hmm. So now I have one that I'm tracking all the states that we have listeners in. That's cool. That's very exciting. All right, but that's all my news. All right, I think that's all my news, too. Okay. Other than my cat looks very cute today, if anybody wanted to know. Aw. Yes. Always. So... Today's episode is about the Queen Mary. The Queen Mary is an ocean liner, if anybody didn't know. It's a cruise ship. Okay. And I'm just going to get right into it. All right. The Queen Mary is an ocean liner, like I said, built by the Cunard Line, I think that's how you say it. Okay. Which is like a the company, basically, that makes the ships and everything. Uh, it's based in England, and it was the, the Cunard Line was founded in 1840. And it's the same line that built the Carnival Cruise Lines. Oh, okay. That's them. Awesome. The Queen Mary started, the whole idea and everything started, April 3rd of 1929. When the chairman, Sir Thomas Royden, which is very fancy, (laughs) announced that the company would begin planning for a new pair of ocean liners. Oh, excuse me. Super ocean liners. Okay. For their North Atlantic route. So between... England and New York is where they mostly went, I think. All right. And on December 1st of the next year, 1930, they placed the first keel plate for the Queen Mary at John Brown Shipyard. And I had to look it up because I don't know what a keel plate is. Yeah, I don't either. It's apparent. It's like the backbone of the ship, apparently. Oh. It's like this really big, long metal plate that runs like lengthwise in the middle and kind of like holds everything together. Okay. So that's where they started on December 1st. And by the next year, they had to stop construction by December 11th, 1931, because the Great Depression was rolling around. Mm, Yeah. And they were unable to secure any more bank loans and, you know, all that jazz. But the external part of the ship was 80% complete at that time, and it stood nine stories tall already. And they were like, wow, we have to stop in the middle of all this. That sucks. I know. And so it was stopped for three years, actually. Oh. Until March 27th, 1934, when the British government passed the North Atlantic Shipping Bill, which loaned the money that they needed to complete the Queen Mary. Oh, cool. That was in March. And then April 3rd of the same year, after 28 months of being stopped, the construction continued. So I guess it was not a full three years. Yeah. And eventually the ship was completed, and it was kind of awesome. It was way bigger than the Titanic. Really? And it could house way more people, and it was way faster. I keep saying way, but it was. <laughs> for a while, it held the record for being the fastest of the cruise ships. I don't know where the record is held now. Yeah. But, you know. I've seen pictures of the inside, and it was super beautiful. This ship was like the height of luxury at the time. A whole bunch of famous people were on this ship. Royalty was on this ship. Nice. And it was, like, the inside is just absolutely gorgeous. But I will get to the famous people a little bit later. Okay. So, March 24th, 1936, the Queen Mary left the dock 
and sailed down the Clyde River to Gorick, Scotland, just to run, like, some tests and stuff. And then in May of that year, the Queen Mary was officially handed over from the John Brown shipyard to the Cunard Line. And then she took her first cross-Atlantic voyage, arriving in New York on June 1st, 1936. Awesome. And it took five days, five hours, and 13 minutes. Wow. Which was supposed to be, like, super fast for the time. It's not fast for us because, you know, we're used to, like, plane right. stuff. <laughs> but at the time, it was, like, crazy. Yeah. And then, so it ran for a few years and carried a whole bunch of people. It was just kind of the fancy way to travel, you know? Okay. But then August 30th, 1939, the Queen Mary took her final peacetime voyage because the war was about to start. Mm-hmm. And so this final voyage carried the largest number of passengers until up, up to that point, which was 2,552 passengers. And of these passengers was Mr. Bob Hope. Oh, really? Very exciting. That is cool. And on this... On this same voyage was also, just happened to be, millions of dollars worth of gold bars. Oh. Yeah. They were just, like, casually carrying that across the ocean. Nice. You know? So, like I said, a bunch of other famous people sailed on the Queen Mary during these years before the war. And some of those people include Clark Gable. Oh, okay. Bing Crosby. Oh, I love Bing Crosby. Audrey Hepburn. (gasps) I love her, too. I know. Fred Astaire. <laughs> oh, cool. I like Fred. The Duke and Duchess of Windsor. Oh, nice. President Eisenhower. Cool. Queen Elizabeth. Oh. And Jackie Kennedy. Wow. I know. Those are some big and names. There was a whole bunch of I'm I I was looking at lists. There's a whole bunch of other famous people. I kind of narrowed it down a little bit. Yeah. But there was a lot of people that were on that ship. That's awesome. So then the war came. World War Two. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> insert sad music here yeah and so whenever france and england declared war on germany to begin world war ii the queen mary became a troop ship mm. and she was painted it was painted over and all the insides were ripped out Aww. and all the like pretty stuff and the luxury and everything was gone Aww. and she was dubbed the gray ghost the what the gray ghost because she was painted gray oh okay and during the war during World War II, Queen Mary hauled as many as 800,000 troops. Holy cow. And traveled more than 600,000 miles. Wow. So she was working. Yeah. She was going. Clearly. March 21st, 1940, the Queen Mary departed for Sydney, Australia, and that's where she was converted into a troop ship. So that's where everything was kind of torn out and made to be practical for a warship. Okay. And the accommodations increased from 2,140 people to 5,500 people. Holy cow. So they took away all that luxury and all the fanciness so they could house more people. Wow. I know. It was kind of crazy. That's so sad. I know. Don't worry, though. She comes back. Okay. May 5th, 1940, the Queen Mary had its first ever voyage as a troop transport. Sailing from Sydney to Gorick, Scotland, with five hundred, five sorry, five thousand five hundred men. Okay. And the troop capacity was like increased and increased and increased over the years, and it eventually became 
the first ship to travel with more than 10,000 people aboard. Holy cow. That's insane. So they just kept adding and adding people. Wow. And between May 5th and May 11th, 1943, Winston Churchill was transported on the Queen Mary okay. from Gorick, Scotland to New York in order to meet with President Roosevelt. And on this same voyage that Winston Churchill was on, the Queen Mary also carried 5,000 German prisoners of war. Wow. Holy cow. I would not have wanted to be on that voyage. How did... That just sounds kind of terrifying, you know? How Did they have them locked up? I have no idea. I couldn't find hardly anything on that. Okay. But they were just transporting them, I guess? Hmm. Maybe they had, like, stripped their weapons away or something, and they were just being guarded. Maybe. Maybe. So when the war ended, the ship was repainted back into the Cunard colors. Yay. But before they redid all the inside and made it all fancy and pretty again, the Queen Mary went on these voyages that became known as the Bride and Baby Voyages. Okay. Where she carried more than 22,000 war brides and their children to the U.S. and Canada. Wow. In 13 voyages to meet up with their loved ones left for the war. Oh, that's so sweet. I know, isn't it? Oh, yeah. In September of 1946, the Queen Mary made its final military voyage from Halifax to Southampton, and then she was done with the military stuff. Awesome. So then they restored everything. They made it all fancy again. So they restored it back to, like, its height of luxury day when all the famous people wanted to be on it. Yeah. So its first post-war voyage departed July 31st, 1947, with 3,177 people aboard. Okay. And so then she started her cross-Atlantic voyage again. So when they restored it, it sounds like they didn't add quite as much to it since they could now have over 3,000 people. That's like an extra... Because before I, guess I, I didn't really think about that. Because before you said it was like two thousand something, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Probably then. They figured out a way to I'm get more sure. people on it. <laughs> yeah. So fun fact. Okay. Between June fifteenth and June twentieth, nineteen fifty one, Mr. Walt Disney sailed aboard the Queen Mary. Oh, cool. To attend the European premiere of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, nice. Very exciting. That is exciting. I have a couple of fun facts here. Okay. Second fun fact. February 1961, the Queen Mary transported 36 tons of silver and gold. Wow. That's a lot of... That's a lot of money. Yeah. 36 tons. I wonder how much money that equated then. I bet that was even... I bet that was a massive amount. Probably a lot. Yeah. It was... Probably a shit ton. I bet. I mean, no, it was, it was 36. 36 shit tons, actually. <laughs> yeah, not just one shit ton. <laughs> oh, gosh. Eventually, the Queen Mary was kind of falling into disrepair a little bit and just not being used as often because air travel started to become a thing. And so people were using that a lot more than sea travel, whatever you want to say. So, in April of 1966, the Cunard Line announces that they are selling the Queen Mary. And then, July 27th, 1967, they sold the Queen Mary for $3,450,000. That's obviously a lot of money. Yeah. But today, that would be $26 million, just about. Holy shit. 
Yeah. So she's worth a lot of money. For one boat. For one boat. Wow. This was the boat, though. Apparently. Yeah. She was fancy schmancy. $26 million? Yeah. Whew. I know. And then the Queen Mary departed for her final voyage on October 31st, 1967. Aw, Halloween. Yes, and made her way to Long Beach, California, where she is still permanently docked. Oh, good. I was wondering where she was. (laughs) Yep, Long Beach, California. Awesome. And in her time, the Queen Mary made 1,001 successful transatlantic crossings. That's amazing. Very exciting for her. Yeah. The Queen Mary is in Long Beach, California, and she is a hotel now. What? Which is very exciting. Oh, that's cool. You can just, like, go and sleep on a boat. That's awesome. And I'll get more into, like, what they have on the boat. Okay. Like, what kind of stuff you can do. Okay. A little bit later. Cool. But they opened as a hotel in November 1972. That was a smart idea. Yeah. And it's been, like, super popular. I've never heard of it, but now I want to go. Yeah. I mean, we could. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't complain. Uh, research. Okay. (laughs) So, they, like I said, they opened in 1972. They had quite a few successful years, and then they closed again in 1992. Hmm. But then reopened the next year. I think it was between owners or something like that. Okay. But currently, the Queen Mary is closed. Why? Well, they closed in 2020 because of COVID. Yeah. And it just hasn't been reopened since. And I've seen a lot of articles saying that inspectors have looked over it, saying it's in disrepair. It needs millions of dollars worth of fixing. Oh, that sucks. Otherwise, it's going to sink, basically. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So the city of Long Beach has approved a whole bunch of money to go towards it, and they're repairing it right now, and it is scheduled to open soonish. Oh, good. They said later this year, but I don't really know. They're still closed, and it's November. So well, that's promising. Soon. Yeah. Promising. Now let's get in to the hauntings. Oh, okay. This one has hauntings. We have lots of hauntings. Oh gosh. Okay. You know I love a good haunting tale. I know you love a good haunting tale. I'm going to have some for you coming up in an, another episode, so you'll be excited I'm to hear excited. about those. I am thrilled already. Okay, good. <laughs> the Queen Mary has been voted one of the top 10 most haunted places in the U.S. by Time Magazine. Really? Yes. So it's up there with Lump Mansion. It is up there with Lump Mansion. That's crazy. It's also up there with the Winchester Mystery House and I think Lizzie Borden. Yeah, cool. And there are as many as 150 known spirits aboard the Queen Mary today. Oh my god, 150? Yeah. yeah. I mean, over the last 60 over the last 60 <sighs> years, there was 49 reported deaths on this ship. Really? And that is not counting all the stuff that probably went on during the war. Yeah. Prisoners of war on the ship. That's true. There was probably a lot of really brutal stuff going on on that ship during the war. There's probably some German ghosts there. There probably is some German ghosts. There's there's definitely some Nazi ghosts on there. That's terrifying. terrifying. Yes. Terrifying. <laughs> yes. Maybe I don't want to stay there now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this might change your mind. <laughs> Again, maybe a place so... I'll just visit. <laughs> yeah, we could visit. They have they have ghost tours at night. 
<sighs> okay. I'm going to have to go you on a ghost that. tour at some point. Like, I'm so freaked out by to. haunted houses and stuff, but I just feel like as a person that is talking about these things, I should probably experience it once. I think you should. And I think we should start with Lemp Mansion because it's right there in our city. Yes. Yes. And I think it'd be fun. Okay. But would you be willing to stay the night? There? Uh, are you going to stay <laughs> with me? Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so we're going to get into some very, some specific hauntings. Okay. Of the boat. First, we have the hauntings that go on down in the engine room. Mm. Very spooky. In the engine room, there is a door, a specific door called door 13. Oh, I don't like it already. And it is one of those really big, heavy metal doors that's supposed to lock out water from getting into the rest of the ship. Okay. So it's a big door. Yeah. And there have been at least two men crushed to death by this door. (gasps) Oh. Yeah. That's not good. And we're going to talk about the more recent one. Okay. The more recent one was in 1966. Okay. The boat was doing a routine watertight door drill. Hmm. And one of the crew members participating in this drill was an 18-year-old. <gasps> an 18-year-old boy. Oh. And he was crushed by the door. Oh. And he was found only five minutes later. <sighs> so pretty soon later. And his arms were pinned to his side. And he was completely motionless. And as soon as they found him, they took him out and they ran him up to the hospital ward. But it was just kind of too late. It's a really big door. And it it said that he showed signs of crushing injuries on his arms, his chest, and his pelvis. And he was bleeding from his nose. Oh, Poor kid. He was injected with morphine, but he did die shortly after. Hmm. So this crew member still lives there in some way. Okay. He can be seen wandering around the engine room. People say that he wears blue overalls and he sports a beard. Hmm. And some people say that they can hear him whistling or asking, has anyone seen my wrench? Oh, okay. Just like stuff, just like random, like, you know. Like he's just workplace working, still working. Stuff, yeah. How awful that you would haunt your workplace. Exactly. You work somewhere and then, and you're stuck there for eternity? Oh, no thank you. I would hate to haunt the restaurant that I work at. Oh my God. Oh, please God, don't ever let me die on the job. So I work in a restaurant. I'm a waitress and I work at a steakhouse. I'm not going to say this specifically. No, I wouldn't. But it's a steakhouse. If I haunted that steakhouse, <laughs> the absolute hell that I would rain upon these people, okay? I mean, I, that would be the only fun part of it. It would be so fun. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd mess with the customers unless they were, like, being Karens and stuff. Oh, heck yeah, I'd be messing but, with the like, Karens. the coworkers that I don't like. Yeah. And all the other other people there that I don't like, I'd be fucking with them constantly. Even if I don't die at a workplace, which I hope I don't, if I get to stay and be a ghost, I am going to go haunt some people that really pissed me off at at my old work. Oh, I know the first person you would haunt, Mom. I know. I know you know who it is. I know exactly who you would haunt. Again, not saying a name, but... 
I would 100% be behind you on that. I, We can take our little ghosty selves and we can go haunt that bitch. Oh, okay? yeah. Yep. I would love that. Personally, I hope I outlive her, but, you know. I hope you do, too. You never know. You could always haunt her. That'd be she deserves to be haunted by somebody. She really does. And I know you guys have no <laughs> idea who we're talking about. But trust. Yes. This this girl, she deserves yeah. it. She is the only person that I actually will refer to as a see you next Tuesday because I don't like that word. But she is. Yeah. I don't either. She is. She, but she, is. she fits that definition. 100%. So. If I ever see her out in public, it's just oh my! I actually thought I saw her at the nail salon yesterday, and I felt like I was about to have either one, a panic attack, or two, a full-on brawl right there in the middle of the nail salon. Oh, I would have. I would pay to see that. Luckily, it was not her. Thank goodness. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yes. All right. (laughs) Back to our regularly scheduled program. Back to the story. So, this boy... He was killed from the door, as we were just talking about. Oh, door. People say that he can... <laughs> you don't get that, do you? No. What is that? It's from Game of Thrones. Hodor. Oh, I thought you said Arnar. And I was like, you mean like in H2O? No, Hodor. The condensation. But if, you, if you've ever seen Game of Thrones, anybody that's seen Game, seen Game of Thrones will understand that reference. We're both just making references that the other doesn't understand. So. <laughs> that is absolutely true, because I don't know what you're talking about. Remember the mermaid show I used to watch, H2O? I remember the mermaid show, but I don't, I don't know what the reference is. That's okay. I'll explain it to you later. Okay. We are getting way off track. Yes, we are. This boy. Sorry. He's wandering around down there. <laughs> He's wandering around down in the engine room. He's just doing his ghosty work. But he is said to disappear as soon as he comes across door 13. Oh. Like, he just he's just making his way down there, and as soon as he passes door 13, poof, he's gone. Oh. I know. It's pretty sad. That is sad. So, next story, we have the pools, the swimming pools. There were plenty of swimming pools on this cruise ship for, you know, fancy people back in the day. Yeah. And people have seen some really weird things near the first and second class swimming pools. So, these swimming pools haven't... Wait, 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 wait. First and second class? Yeah. So they divided this ship by classes uh-huh. as well? Uh-huh. I hate old times. Yeah, well, it's good It's good that we don't live there, you know? Thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, not that, not that some of the things today aren't... Shitty? Still awful. Yes. Yeah. But... Yeah. But yeah, but that's to classify, how it was. Oh, you make less money, so you can only use this pool. Sorry. You can't use this one. You're not one of our first class people. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right. Anyways. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> These pools have not been used in three decades because they're just, they're not up to like California code or something like that. Mm, yeah. But whenever people are doing tours and stuff, they can see, people have reported seeing women wandering around in like, 30s-style bathing suits, hearing sounds of, like, water splashing and seeing wet footprints going from the changing room to the pool or back. Oh, that's creepy. And people have also claimed to see a young girl with a teddy bear. Oh. And she's just hanging out. Poor little girl. But there is one specific ghost, a ghost named Jackie, who hangs around the second-class swimming pool. And Jackie, during her life, was aboard the ship. And unfortunately, she drowned in a swimming pool during its sailing years. Oh, so it's not Jackie O. No. (laughs) 
you you said she was on the ship at some point so for a second (laughs) i like my eyes are wide like holy shit jackie o is haunting the queen elizabeth queen mary what is it It called queen what the queen mary (sighs) queen mary but no not not her because she did not drown on drown on the ship okay go ahead no so she did drown. This Jackie drowned. Yep. In the okay. Yes, this one did. The spirit is still wandering around. Oh. And people can say that they can hear her laughing and talking, and sometimes she wears like a little tennis skirt, but she's like always in you know the clothing of the times. Yeah. People have said that they can see her wandering around, and then she walks down the stairs and she disappears. People have also seen a woman in an old wedding gown with a little boy in a suit, and they're just sitting next to the pool. Oh, I know. Like some ghosts are just so wholesome. Yeah, they just want to enjoy their time on the ship. She just got married. She's having a good time. Just want to sit next to the pool. Do you think they know they're ghosts? I don't know. That's hmm. a good question. Yeah, I have no idea. I feel like some don't and some do. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I feel like some are just kind of like wandering in their own little realm, and then the ones that do know are the ones that like to like fuck with people. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure being a ghost is, like, super boring. There's not a whole lot for you to do. So yeah. you just, like, fuck with people and see what happens. Like, that's what I would do. Yeah. Heck yeah, I would. Heck yeah. So then we have the Queen's Salon. Oh. Which is one of the ship's first-class lounges. Hmm. Fancy people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The fancy people. The fancy people. And here you can find a beautiful young woman in a white gown, and she is dancing all on her own in the corner of the room. Oh, isn't that cute? Some of these yeah. are just adorable. Yeah, they're just very sweet. Just I know, it's very nice. Yeah. And then we get into the staterooms. One of the first class staterooms. People have reported seeing a tall, dark-haired man in a 1930s style suit. Okay. And they've reported hearing phones ringing when there's no one at the end of the line when they pick up. And lights are turning on and off and all the, like, classic haunting stuff. All right. And in the third class, Child's Playroom, people have been hearing a baby crying. Third class? Yes. And people can hear a baby crying. Oh, poor baby. And it is thought to be an infant boy who was born on the ship and died soon after birth. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah. So they can just, like, hear him crying every once in a while. And then we have a specific stateroom. It is stateroom B340. Okay. And in this room, a British third-class passenger named Walter J. Adamson passed away due to unknown circumstances. Nobody really knew what happened. Hmm. He just died in that room. And then later on in 1966, a woman was staying the night alone in this room. Uh Uh-uh. She... <laughs> she <laughs> I'm not staying alive staying the night alone. It's not happening. She reported that she was woken up because the sheets were yanked off her bed. Oh no. And when she woke up there was a man standing at the end of her bed. <gasps> uh-uh. And so she obviously freaked out and she ran yeah. out of her employee and when they came back there was nothing there. Sheets were on the floor, no man. Well, so either somebody ran or it was a ghost. Yes. She thinks it was a ghost. We can't even count on... What What am I trying to say? We have to, just, like, still get sexually assaulted by ghosts? <laughs> not just by living men? That is not where I thought that was going. 
But apparently, maybe this guy, maybe this, I mean, I don't know Walter J. Adamson. Don't quote me don't on either. this, but maybe he was a creep. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Walter J. Adamson, if you're out there listening and you're not a creep, I apologize. <laughs> but why do you be pulling sheets off women's beds, okay? That's, that's all I'm asking. Yes, because on the boat hotel, the ghosts are listening to our podcast. Yes, I bet they are. <laughs> I mean, ghosts all around should be listening to our podcast. Well, we're talking about them enough. Exactly. <laughs> so then next we have the, I don't know how to, how to pronounce this, the Mauritania okay. room. Okay. So this was, this was a room that was like an event center type room. Okay. And in 1989, there were two women, like cleaning ladies, who were sent to clean this lounge for a VIP reception. And when they entered the room, they found a passenger sitting on a chair in the middle of the dance floor, just alone. And he didn't say Mm -hmm. anything. And then a third woman walked into the room to help with the cleaning. And she said that the passenger was staring at them. And she asked if they could, if the passenger could move because they were going to clean all that stuff. And he didn't say anything, didn't move, nothing. So the employees started to call security, but the passenger just faded away oh that's creepy just disappeared yeah and all three of these women report seeing this at the exact same time that's insane wow that's really freaky yeah i think i would never sleep again (laughs) i would never be cleaning that ship again no i wouldn't either (laughs) i would be quitting (laughs) sending my resume immediately yep (laughs) that's about the end of the hauntings and such And so today, like I said, the Queen Mary is a hotel. They're not open right now, but potentially later this year they may be. Yeah. Whenever they do open, they do guided tours of the ship and history tours. And it's kind of like a museum type deal. Okay. And you can stay the night there in one of the first class staterooms. Oh, at least they let you stay in the first class stateroom. I know. I would feel so fancy. (laughs) They have a spa for people to enjoy while they're staying there, and at night they do ghost tours. Nice. They also have a theater that you can watch, like, 3D movies in, and they have a model ship gallery, and they have bars and, like, fine dining stuff. Okay. And there's actually a lot of people who get married there. Oh, yeah. When it was open, I could see that. But it's pretty popular for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's, I've seen pictures of it nowadays, and it's still beautiful. They restored it, like, perfectly. It's very, very fancy, and it still looks, it still looks, like, straight out of, like, the 1940s, 1950s. Yeah, that's cool. It's really cool. So, that is all that I have. Okay. That's all I got on the Queen Mary, but she's very cool. Well, thanks. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I think we should visit sometime. And if anyone out there has visited the Queen Mary, let us know how it is. And if you've experienced any creepy ghost stories. Yeah, I would love to hear that. I would love to hear some creepy ghost stories. Yes. That's her. That's the Queen Mary. Awesome. Anything else to add? I don't think so. All right. Well. Follow us. Follow us? Question mark? Okay. <laughs> I mean, only if you want to. We're not going to force right, you. Right, right. But please Yes. Do. We are on facebook and tiktok and instagram and i think that's That's it it. yep and then email at roadsidepod at gmail.com we would love to hear your stories about the queen mary your stories your suggestions pictures if you have them of 
where you've been. Be fun to look yeah, at. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, until next time, keep finding the thrill in the mysterious.